says that you've excelled as a worshiper, that there's a Mary of Bethany anointing upon you to sit at the feet of Jesus. But I began to get a vision of a, a fresh heart for evangelism. I saw you begin to even serve in food kitchens and begin to give back to the needy. I felt like the Lord wanted to remind you that you are a trophy of His grace. And that the Lord didn't save you and deliver you just to get you comfortable in the house of God. I feel like the Lord is saying that there's a, an, an anointing. It's not new. It's just being reserved for right now. There's a, been a reservation of new wine that's coming. And you fought in your life a Mary and Martha thing where you're naturally a Martha, you're a doer, you're task-oriented, but you've submitted to this Mary thing. But the Lord says, I'm going to marry both. There's a realm of greater works that's coming, but there's also a greater commitment to first love that's coming. But like the Lord says, the power of the anointing that He's called you to walk in is never forget where you came from. And so, Lord, we just bless our sister today that you would stir up the gifts of God inside of her. Lord, we pray for fresh fire, a new groan that would come, groaning for more. The Lord says you're groaning, you're shaking, you're yearning for more than just what's happening on the inside of you. You're groaning, you're travailing even for souls to yet to come. So, Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for Toby. And I just heard the Lord say that he has gifted you as a teacher, but he has also called you as a watchman. And the Lord says that I'm going to marry the teacher, watchman, anointing. There is a fresh unction of the Holy Ghost, a prophetic watchman. And I heard the Lord say that the coming season, the watchman will not sit on the wall. The watchman will stand in the gate. <laughs> Many watchmen, they sit on a wall, but the Lord says the watchman anointing that's coming, you'll stand in the gate. The Lord says, I'm going to increase discernment in you. For the Lord says, you will detect Jezebel before she makes entrance. The Lord says, beware of seduction. Beware of the things that would come to derail a ministry. The Lord says, I'm going to use your experience. I'm going to use the wisdom that you've oftentimes gained by mistakes to divinely place you, to not only be a blessing to your life, your marriage, and many other people. I keep hearing that phrase, many other people. Your life in the days ahead will be marked as a sincere desire to bless many other people. So, Father, stir up the gifts of God in Toby. Can you pray with me, church? Like you know these people, like they were family, like they needed it today. Lord, we just pray, stir up the gifts that you've given this brother. 
Lord, pour them out like a drink offering. Lord, ring them out. Even in these days, in these years, Lord, pull on all the experience, all the wisdom, all the teaching, all the instruction, all the discernment. What's your name? Josh. The Lord says, I've put a warrior spirit inside of you. I heard Joshua, be strong and courageous, for the Lord will fight for you all the days of your life. And I see you beside a river giving people cool drinks of water. And the Lord says, I'm going to use you as a bridge where you're going to help take people that are unfamiliar with the deeper realm of my spirit and you're going to help wade them down in. I feel like the Lord says some people, they have to get just like totally baptized, immersed. But I feel like the Lord is saying, I'm going to take you step by step, deeper, deeper, deeper. And you have an anointing to take people deeper, deeper, deeper. So Lord, we bless our brother. Lord, we stir up the gifts of God in him. Use his life as a bridge. Lord, mark him with courage and boldness. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen. Who loves Allison? Father, we're grateful for your daughter that you've sent here to mother a worship movement. I heard the Lord say that purging comes before pushing. Purging comes before pushing. And I got a picture of you as someone that would almost go on a liquid juice fast and it would cause any impurities and any, anything that it would cause it to rise to the surface and be dispelled from the body. Of like the Lord said that there's a purging that's coming before the pushing for you will give birth and you will give labor not only in the natural but the spiritual. And the Lord says that the sign to you of what is coming will be a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit than you've ever known. The Lord says, I'm marking your life in the next nine months with a phrase called times of refreshing. I prophesy over you that the next nine months will be times of refreshing. There's a purging that's coming before a pushing. The Lord says that there's a detox before a deployment. I had an open vision where I saw you up in a plane where people jump out of airplanes. The Lord says, I'm going to gather a company around you that's going to learn how to fly. But they're scared. They're not sure if their parachute's going to work. They're not sure if they're qualified. And the Lord says, Allison, I will give you the tools that they need 
for there's a greater even realm of instruction that's coming. Yes, you have background as a teacher. You have a background in education, but I declare to you today, you will not lay that down just to be a worship leader. For mothers instruct, mothers correct, mothers bring adjustment. And the Lord says in these days ahead, there'll be more leading behind the scenes than there will be on a keyboard. There's a deployment coming. I literally see worship leaders being dropped out of planes all over the world. They're going to be able to be traced back to thanks for a mom named Allison who pushed me out of the plane and gave me everything that I needed to succeed in life. So Lord, we bless your daughter. Stir up the gifts of God in her. Lord, thank you for those of us here who drink from the well that she's digging every day. Lord, more for her is more for us. A greater calling is a greater calling for each of us. Lord, we ask that you would do it in the mighty name of Jesus. What's your name? Stephanie. Stephanie, I heard the Lord say that he is breaking a spirit of condemnation off of your life. I felt like I heard Romans 8, 1. God, therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I felt like the Lord said that there's a revelation of your identity in Christ Jesus that's going to break the power of the assault off of the, the evil one. And so I just declare a ceasefire over your life. That the assaults and the attacks of the devil would be broken off of your life. And we break the spirit of fear right now in Jesus' name. I even felt like the Lord is saying that you'll be like Rahab. Well, the Lord has marked you and reserved you for such a time as this. What's your names? Dave, Monica. Let's pray for Dave and Monica. Father, I thank you for divine placement and divine strategy. I just hear God saying from 1 Corinthians 12, I set each member in my body as I desire. And the Lord says, I just get a picture of a tree that's going to have massive roots before it goes high and grows. And I just hear God saying, my desire for your life is a massive root system. That you all would be rooted and grounded. That you would not be blown about by storms of life. I just feel like I'm supposed to pray strength over you. Son, I just speak strength over your life. I call forth the leadership anointing that's in you. And I break off every attack of the enemy. There's been a religious witchcraft attack on your life where you've been misunderstood. There's been a cap 
that's been placed on your life. There's been limitations, even because of the gift and the anointing. I see the prophetic in you. And Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, you would remove every restraint, every hindrance, everything that's holding back the gifts in him. I hear this prayer, this cry, Lord, why have you made me so? I can't carry this. I don't want it. It's too much. The Lord says, you're right. And I've made you so, so that in the end, I will get all the glory. I will get honor. I will get praise. You will not stand in the days ahead and say, look what I've done. You will rise and say, look what God has done. All I'm looking for is a yes. I say I see a radical leap of obedience. Some massive shift is coming. God, give them grace. Stir up the gifts in them. Lord, I just pray freedom over our sister. In the name of Jesus, I believe there's days coming where the Lord wants to give you more grace to make your own decisions, not influenced by family members, not influenced by any, any close family. Thankful for wisdom of mothers and fathers, but sometimes it gets in the way of what God is speaking. So I just help to take authority over your mind in the name of Jesus that at times has been confused or has been steered in a different direction than what God was telling you to do. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for Sam. Lord, we thank you for the prophetic unction, the tendencies, the discernment. And I just heard God say that there's a greater realm of shepherding that's coming. The Lord says that you will be formed into a prophetic shepherd. The Lord says there's great fathering. And I I hear this thing, Lord, what does that look like? And I heard the Lord say two things to you and your household. Host my presence and host my people. And so, Lord, I just pray, Father, make it real, make it so, that they would host your people and host your presence, and that you would stir up the gifts they need and he needs to do so. Thank you for the shepherding. Thank you for the prophetic anointing, being married. Thank you for the fathering. Thank you for the mothering. Just host my people. See you trying to get ready, trying to put this together. The Lord says, just host my people. Just host my presence. These, it could go anywhere, any way. As you host my presence, as you host my people, I'll direct the gatherings. I'll direct the meetings. Father, I just thank you for this brother. The Lord says, rise up, Gideon. 
come up out of that wine press. For great are the battles and the victories that are ahead. The Lord says, my people, my children are being oppressed. And I look even this day for deliverers that will rise from among my people that will face incredible odds only to watch me come through again and again. The Lord says, I am divinely influencing you. I am divinely guiding you. But even as Gideon could not see himself the way I saw him, the Lord says, son, the way that you view yourself when you look in the mirror is not the way I see you. The Lord says, I am with you, mighty warrior. Rise up in the strength that I will give you. It's okay to feel inadequate in and of yourself, but rise up for the strength that I will give you. I will be your portion. I will be your deliverer. I will provide just saw a massive shift coming to you all a shaking a shaking a shaking not one in the natural but one in the spiritual I heard the Lord say that I'm about to flip things on their head the Lord says if you'll submit to the shaking I see you all in front of a counselor. If you'll submit to the shaking, I promise you this. I will reward you with a river called peace. You will drink of it. Peace. You will live in it. You will distribute it. I prophesy to you that within two years, you will be counseling other couples. Even as I'm now coming to save your marriage, you will save other marriages. I break off every attack of the devil in the name of Jesus. I cancel every plan, every plot. I bind up deception lies that are not coming from you all I see Satan coming and twisting things making them big small things seem bigger when they're not we just declare that this marriage will not be the devil's playground the Lord says I'm going to see you through I'm going to gather a company of people around you like midwives that will help you get through this season. Only do not go to isolation. Do not isolate yourself. You were born for so much more. Lord, we thank you for the season of shaking, of counseling, of help, and then we thank you for peace and tranquility. Father, we bless our brother. Just keep hearing God say, as the wind blows, 
Lord says, I've put an unconventional anointing upon you. Something that's outside of the box that doesn't fit in to the status quo. But the Lord says, you were not born, you were not called from your mother's womb for status quo. You were called for the unusual. You were called to pioneer. You were called to give birth. And the Lord says to the oppressed, to those that have been bound by religion, you will be like a breath of a drink of cool water. Lord says, don't be surprised by the religiosity, by the tightness, by the grip. The Lord says, I've sent you in to loosen it up. Just hear the Lord saying that for the next six months you are to drink deeply. To do nothing else other than to receive. The Lord says, I've sent you here to receive. So that when I send you out wherever the wind blows, you will be equipped for the days ahead. In Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. If you have a prayer language, let's just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Just stirring up, we're communicating. The Bible says we don't know how to pray. How about that? We don't know how to pray. But the Holy Spirit groans. Stir us up, God. There are assignments. There are assignments even this day, even tomorrow, that we need to be in position. We need to be in place. We need things activated. It's getting that picture. Even in baseball, when the pitcher's getting tired, they activate the bullpen. Somebody has to get warmed up. Somebody has to be fresh. I want to warm you up. I want to make you fresh. I want to cause you to be ready. Like the Lord is saying that great exploits, great adventures are going to mark the end-time church. Bored, miserable Christianity is over. 45-minute drive-through church is over. There's a king and a kingdom, and he wants to use you and I to establish his reign and his dominion. Your kingdom come. God, your will be done. Well, God, do something. No, you do something. Well, Lord, look at the needs. What do you have? What do you have? We've got the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Jesus. Eternity's on the line. 
We need an awakening. We need a church that's alive. We need a church that's alive. We need living stones that are being fitted together as the dwelling place of God. God, would you come and dwell in our midst, Father? Would you come and dwell in our midst, God? Release variety. Release diversity. No more cookie cutter. No more parroting. No more mimicking. We want original. We want authentic. We want voices, not echoes. telling you gifts and talent is not the problem in the church gifting and talent is not the problem the problem is we're not creating the right environment for God to move it's like plants they need the right sunlight they need the right amount of water in the blue, will you come? One, two, three, yeah. In the red dress on the corner. Yeah. We should just have like a Heart of the Father Spanish version. There you are. People ask me, how, how does this work? You just like pick numbers in your head? Will you come? Will you come? Nope, sorry, blue. Yeah, right here. Yeah, you're looking good, you. The most awkward thing is when you're at big churches and you, you do the double whammy. Or you pick one person and another person comes, but you feel bad. <laughs> like, well, Lord, I'm sure you've got something for everybody. Let's stretch our hands out toward our sister. Lord says Nazarite. Nazarite. There's a strong Nazarite call on your life. It's one thing to be called. It's another thing to hunger and long for the other Nazarites. 
You see a burden that you've been carrying. The Bible says that they began to make the Nazarites drink wine. They began to tell them not to prophesy. And the Lord says that you're watching a generation of Nazarites be murdered. Killed off by the religious system. And your heart has cried out saying, Lord, where are the fathers of the Nazarites? Where are the mothers of the Nazarites? And I just hear God saying they're here and they're coming. Lord says the fathers and the mothers of the Nazarites, those who have taken the oath, even since birth, they've separated themselves and they're strong in the counsel of the Lord. I hear the Lord saying that you're about to get connected with the other Nazarites. But the Lord says, do not despise even your own youth. What you've been longing for, a father, a mother, Nazarite, the Lord says, you will do for others what you have not been done for you. And I see you even now mothering Nazarites, providing safety and protection from them. But sometimes they can't run at the pace. They're not as consecrated. They're not as devoted. What you call being in love with Jesus, the American church is calling legalism. The Lord says, church, today there's a generation of firebrands coming. I prophetically declare to this house that what we've seen in the charismatic Pentecostal church is a few gifted ones rise. But I prophesy that in the next 30 years in the charismatic church, you will see a generation of firebrands arise. An entire generation of messengers sold out devoted, living in first love. You'll see the Word, you'll see the Spirit married. You'll see it be multi-generational, the fathers, the mothers, the sons and the daughters. The Lord says, I'm purging defilement from my bride. This generation of firebrands, they will prepare the bride to meet the bridegroom. There's revelation beyond the veil that's coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord says that the fire that I've given you, at times you've not wanted it. But the Lord says, I know you need it. Because it's protected you from marrying the wrong one.
The fire is so hot it scares off the men. It's my protection for your life. That you will preserve and protect the deposit that I've placed inside of you. Getting Jeremiah 6.16 for you. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for wisdom. Ask where the good way is. And you'll find rest for your soul. I see a divine crossroads before you. Getting the scripture. Man makes plans, but the Lord directs their steps. There's a curveball. You thought it was coming straight down, everything was lined up, and there's a curveball. There's another path. There's another way, a more excellent way. The Lord says, Beware of the spirit of religion that would try to choke the prophetic gift I've given you. The Lord says, Do not abort. The call I've given you by being unequally yoked with friends that just don't get it. The strength of what I've called you to do will be found in those you choose to hang around with. So Lord, stir up in Jesus' name. Give her revelation and wisdom to walk down the right path in the name of Jesus. A very similar word for you. The Lord says to protect the deposit that He's placed in you. For there's a prophetic, there's an intercessory, there's an anointing upon you to go into the deeper places. I just speak clarity over you. You are not lost, you are not wandering. There's a new dream life that's coming where you've dreamed in black and white. It's about to go full color. There's an awakening of the Holy Spirit deep down on the inside of you. In the name of Jesus, will you come? Would you just come over here? Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless our brother. Lord says I believe in you if I be for you who can be against you I've not left you fatherless Lord says I've built you I've given you of ministry but you have to endure to the end I feel like one of a life verse for you is you need to digest this. All men will hate you because of me. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. There's an enduring. There's a persevering. There's a getting out of the feelings. 
and getting rooted in the word anointing that you're carrying. So, Father, strengthen him. Strengthen your servant. Greater equipping. A greater equipping in the name of Jesus. I did some meetings up in Edmond, Canada a couple of years ago. I think I probably prophesied over people for two and a half hours. I thought it was good. We were done. The Lord said to me, You've tasted of my glory. Now cut them with my word. I want with everything in me for us to have just as much a love for the Word as we have for the Holy Spirit. Doesn't matter if somebody's preaching. Doesn't matter if somebody's flowing in the Holy Ghost. Lord, we'll take it all anytime, anywhere, any day. Stay school family, will you guys come, the whole family or whoever you can bring? Ma'am, you're wearing an orange kind of coat thing, polka dots maybe. Yeah, would you come? If he's with you, you, she can come too, that's fine. Yeah, come on. You're one, right? You kind of have to stand away from them because there's so many, right? It's just like... This is the Stay Schools members here at Heart of the Father. I just feel like the Lord just wanted to bless them today. We just stretch out your hands toward them. Father, I just thank you. There's a, a fresh anointing that I saw coming down from heaven, resting upon them, giving them exactly what they need for the days ahead. I see lots of journaling coming, lots of writing chronicling all that the Lord has done. And I feel like the Lord wants to promise you it's just a foretaste of what's coming. Lord says there's adventures. I see you in a van taking, logging many, many miles. You'll be in it so much at times it'll feel like home. But I feel like the Lord says that up out of this in the years ahead will come some type of book some type of chronicling, some type of logging of testimonies where it, it, it wasn't just enough to have a family and settle down. It was about having a family and going and going and going wherever that the Lord would send you. And I feel like the Lord is saying, if your heart is, Lord, wherever you'll send us, we'll go. You're about to embark I get that word, embark. You are about to embark. Look up the meaning of that word. You are about to embark on the greatest journey of your lives. And you'll not only touch this nation. I hear God saying you'll touch the nations. 
family mission trips. Encouraging people not just to go alone, but to do it together. And now, Lord, I thank you that you're opening up even multiple streams of income. I feel like the Lord is saying one is not enough, two is not enough, that there'll be multiple avenues where it will just not be you generating it, but it will be other people investing and pouring into what the Lord has called you all to do. So, Lord, we just bless this day school family today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming up. Father, we just thank you for this couple. You guys can be seated, whatever you want to do. Father, we just thank you. I just get a picture of a bullseye on a map. Lord, I just pray a bullseye over their life and over their marriage, that, Lord, they would hit the mark. Forgetting what's behind, like the Lord is even saying, hit delete on former religious experiences. Healing, reconciliation, restoration. Paul said, I haven't arrived yet, but leaving what's behind, I press forward. The Lord says you'll not be defined by past religious experiences, but you'll be deeply marked. I hear the Lord saying you'll even be deeply humbled at how the Lord will move in what he'll say. So Lord, stir up your gifts in them, we pray. Stir up your gifts in them, we pray. Jesus name all right you got five minutes there's no clock in here I told you sorry all right write write these five things down got a, a phone a, a notebook it's five things down I just want to give you quickly five keys concerning spiritual gifts. You're, you're watching the gifts that the Lord has given me operate, which are prophecy and wisdom, knowledge, healing, different ones. But the gifts of the Holy Spirit have been made available for all of us. Don't look at people operating in the gifts and say, well, I can't do that. How many of you know certain people can reach certain people? Anybody? So I can reach someone that you can and you can reach someone that I can't. And sometimes gifts are more public than others. It doesn't mean that any gift is less important because we need them all. Amen? That's why we stopped calling ourselves a prophetic church. Because what that tells people is if they're not prophetic, they're not welcome. Thank God that we don't have all prophetic people here. Nothing would get done. We would just declare a thing and never get anything done. 
It's a problem with prophets. Don't worry, that was a shot at myself. My wife said amen. She's not here. All right, five keys for spiritual gifts. Again, just practically, might ask, how does God feel about spiritual gifts? One, first of all, don't be ignorant. 1 Corinthians 12, Paul, he comes to the church at Corinth and he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, or probably a better translation is concerning spiritual matters, I don't want you to be ignorant. What does that mean? He doesn't want us to be in the dark, not informed, not aware of them. And again, one of the things I'm trying to challenge this morning is it's just not enough as a denomination, as a church, as a people to say we believe in it, but we don't see it. The Lord is trying to shift. And again, one of the main reasons we're not seeing this, especially in the emerging churches, is because we're more concerned about making people feel comfortable than allowing God to move. I know, shocker. There's a church here in town. A couple came to me one time and said, we were believing for God to heal someone with cancer. We laid hands and there was a miracle. A woman with stage 4 cancer, they had prayer, prayed miracle went to the pastor said we really think we should share this publicly stage four cancer miraculously here healed here's what the pastor said I'm not sure that would make everyone comfortable the guy said that's when we knew it was time to leave the things of the Holy Spirit whether we understand them or not don't need to be shoved in a closet. You, 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 I want to encourage boldness, authority. Don't be unashamed. Yes, I, I get it. I just had that awkward conversation with our new neighbor. <laughs> what denomination are you a part of? Are you a tongue talker? And I said, Absolutely. Why, why, why do we feel, uh, I mean, just Jesus? Yeah, just Jesus, and He introduced the Holy Spirit. Do you know Him? Can I pray for you? I said, if, anybody, if you're sick, if you're hurting, knock on my door. Don't be ashamed. He's not ashamed. He's not afraid. Spirit, break out. Where is He? Pray all these prayers, Lord, just move it, my work. God's saying, yeah, open up your mouth. God, I pray protection over my children. Lay hands on them. Don't be ignorant. Two, what's our heart posture? Eagerly desire them. 
the translation in 1 Corinthians 14, it says, Pursue love, but zealously lust after spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Of all the lusting that this generation is doing, when's the last time you lusted after a spiritual gift? Oh, I got to have it. I need it. I want it. I got to have it now. Lord, now. Someone is sick. Someone is confused. They're in trouble. Lord, stir up something in me. A lot of times the problem with lust is it overtakes. It overrides. People do stupid stuff when they're lusting. I want to do stupid God kingdom kind of stuff. Something out of, well, brother, I'm I'm quiet. I don't have that. Listen, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will do things that you would never do in the natural. Again, gifts of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Not gifts of man. Not according to what you've done, your history. Get Lord, I'm here. I'm available. But what, what should we do? We should be lusting. What, what does that practically look like? People ask me a lot. What does it practically mean? This, there's a verse here in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 6. It says, and there are varieties of gifts but the same God who works all things and all persons. Verse 7, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit for the common good. Each one of us, not a bunch of gifted, anointed preachers, each one of us has been given manifestation of the Holy Ghost for the common good. That word given, each one of us has been given in the Greek is this. A constant and a continual flow. What does it look like to zealously lust after spiritual gifts? One, get excited that there's a constant and there's a continual flow of the Holy Ghost that's been made available to you. Praise God. This is sounding good. So you mean tomorrow when I'm not feeling it? When I'm at work and saying, oh God, why am I here? And he's like, duh. Somebody's sick. Somebody have faith in what? There's a constant and a continual flow of the Holy Spirit that He's made available to you in His Son. Just receive it. Just say amen and then release it. Hallelujah. Is anybody awake? You're hungry? I need this. I need this for my own life. I've been struggling lately. Can I just be transparent? I felt about as spiritual as the paint on the wall. What in the world? I'm not hearing God. I'm like, what am I doing? I've got four kids. Lord, help me. 
How, how do you stay encouraged? How do you, I'm like, thank God for God. Thank God for the gospel. Thank God for the kingdom. It's not about what we can offer. He loves weakness. He loves brokenness. He loves people that say, Lord, I've got nothing but you. Please come. All right, so don't be ignorant, which, of course, you can't be now. So, sorry. Nobody that sat in this service can ever be off the hook again. Nobody that sat in this service can ever be off the hook again. You've heard about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You've seen them on display. The challenge and encouragement as we go is let's chase after them. Let's pursue them. Let's desire them. Let's hunger and say, Lord, would you come? Thank you for the constant and the continual flow. Verse 11, it says, But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as He wills. Here's another point, sovereignty. It's this interesting tension between pursuing and hungering and longing and saying yes and being available I truly believe that an available heart God can do anything with but there are also certain gifts that God has given as he has willed in other words have a heart to prophesy have a heart to speak, but listen, there's no condemnation if you can't do what I just did. People leave me, oh, brother, I just, I, I just must be a little puny loser because I can't prophesy like Jeremiah. Praise God. Praise God that you have other gifts, other callings, other graces you can reach. The kingdom is full of diversity, full of variety. Don't be a mimic. Don't be a parrot. Don't be an echo. Be a voice. Be original. Be authentic. You go. Step into whatever the Lord has called you to do and let Him use you. Praise God. Lastly, divine placement. One was don't be ignorant. Two was eagerly desire. Three, recognize the constant and continual flow. Four, embrace sovereignty. And five, divine placement. Verse 18, but now God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as He has desired. I want to simply close with this. I've said it before. I'm not going to go on a rant. Help me, God. I do not believe in church shopping. I think it's totally anti-biblical. What are you talking about? Here, I'll make it real plain. I have a gift at that, I think. 
God has placed each member in the body. Each of us is a member. Each of us has a gift, a calling. The body can't function unless all of us get off the bench and get in the game. Do you know this body is hurting because you're holding in the gifts God has given you? Heart of the Father, here's a revelation, heart of the Father ministry will never fulfill our destiny without you. I thank God for Rick Myers hiding in the back over there. He's a general contractor that God has divinely gifted and placed, and without him, Maranatha ministry would never come to pass. Is he up here preaching? No. Will people preach one day because of his yes? You better believe it. it we need help in the, I, I think in a body of believers that are saying yes to the Lord, there should be very little needs. Why? Because I have to believe that the reason why you're here is not to sit. So I'm visiting churches, I'm, I'm li listen, I get it, but, but here's, we need less of, well, let's check out their kids' church. You know, how, how does it fit for my kids? Well, how's the worship? I wonder how the, pre we need way less of this and way more of this. Lord, where have you divinely placed me? Because if I'm supposed to be here, that trumps kids' church. That trumps the horrible worship. That trumps the unanointed preaching. Why? Maybe you're there to make the difference. The body should be incomplete if you're supposed to be there because they can't function without you. There's no perfect churches because we're imperfect. I'm telling you, for every nine out of ten people that point something out wrong in a church, I'm convinced you're there to be the solution. All the greeting stinks. Sign up. Well, well. I sense so much, so much is coming here. God wants to do so much through this ministry, so much in Lakeland, in Central Florida. I believe the Lord's going to put this area on the map of the United States. 2010, when I had an encounter with the Lord to plant a church here, the Lord, the very first question I asked was, why Lakeland? He said, because Lakeland is an end-time revival city, that he would pour out his spirit in these last days in certain geographic locations, that people would move and shift from all over the world to live here. Did you hear the prophecy that Josh Fontaine gave? He said that people would come here and move to retire and get refired. 
people from Maine working 40 years faithfully, coming to Lakeland to retire, and they're going to get launched to the nations. What are you trying to say? We can't do it without you. Oh, brother, pray harder. We're praying. Do more. I'm trying to do more. But I feel like we're reaching this point here in this community. If you've got gifts of healing, if you've got administration, if you've got hospitality, I mean, I, I didn't even get into all of them. Pray with me today and say, Lord, use me. Lord, awaken me. I don't think it looks like a sign-up sheet so much. Sign up if you have this. Sign up if you have that. Let it be organic. Let the Lord divinely connect you. Let Say, Lord, you put the whatever. Connect me with the right people. Sometimes it just takes that first step. I picture the body of Christ like a human body that's just like this. And the arm comes alive. It's a f- the full body. I wonder what percentage of our body here is alive and functioning. This is not a plug for heart of the Father, but I felt as I prayed this morning, the Lord says, if you're supposed to be here, get here. If you're supposed to be here, plug in. If you're not supposed to be here, get where you need to be. This isn't about everybody join heart of the Father. No, this is everybody get rooted. Get planted. Don't spend your whole time at Southeastern wandering around trying to find a church. Find one. Grab the hand of the person next to you. Father, many different gifts, many different graces, a variety, full of diversity. Lord, we thank you for each and every one. Lord, stir up the gifts. Give us opportunity. we pray that together just say Lord give me one opportunity this week give me one opportunity with the gifts that you've given me just give me one entertainment Christianity is over spectator Christianity is over the firebrands are coming Lord, have your way in this body.
Nothing's too small. No gift is invaluable. We need them all. I had a dream a couple of months ago. I'll close with this. I think I've shared it maybe one time, but I had a dream where I felt like I was maybe looking into a line that was headed into heaven. People had these containers. Some containers were full. Some containers were empty. When they would walk in, those whose containers were full, the Lord was very displeased with. Those whose containers were empty, the Lord was very pleased. And I woke up from the dream and I said, Lord, what what was that about? And he said, Jeremiah, when you and many others come and stand before me, I'm looking for those, I want you to hear, hear the Lord, hear the word of the Lord. I'm looking for those who have left their deposit in the earth. How much of what God has put in you have you poured out in the earth? This is sobering. I'm talking gifts, finances, resources. I mean, how much? I believe a generation is rising that's going to leave it all in the earth. Every single bit of it. Lord, ring me out. Pour me out like a drink offering. Give me every opportunity, every... Make me other-centered, not self-centered. Amen. Well, have a happy Sunday. Hope you enjoy your afternoon. We'd love to see you this week. Lots of prayer meetings, lots of Bible study, lots of opportunity to get connected. We'd love to see you. Have a great week in the Lord, and we will see you soon. God bless you. Have a great week.